Hey guys, the NFL is coming. It's almost back. We got about four weeks until the regular season starts. Coming up in the next couple weeks, you're going to get a ton of preview shows, eight to be exact, uh, one for each of the divisions. And this episode, you're going to get the AFC East. Uh, we're going to talk about the Dolphins, the Bills, the Patriots, and of course, the Jets. Uh, Drew Davis is uh, making his podcast debut with me here. He's a huge Dolphins fan. We're going to get a ton of Dolphins content, thoughts, opinions. Um, also, we'll talk about the Bills being the heavy favorite, and deservedly so. And uh, we'll talk about the quarterback situation in New England. Is it going to be Cam? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Does it matter? And with the Jets, we talk a lot about Zach Wilson. And is he going to be a bust? Um, a lot of good info here. A lot of good prop bets later on in the episode. So stick with it. Here we go. Welcome to Your Best Bets. Uh, we have the NFL season upon us. I think we got about three weeks left. Preseason is starting. Uh, we got a lot to get through. We're going to do eight episodes of uh, uh, divisional previews. And, uh, you know, tonight we got the AFC East. Um, and, and I've picked out people that are, are fans of specific teams uh, in, in each of those divisions. Um, the, the only person that I know is a fan of any AFC East team is uh, is my man, Drew Davis. Drew, welcome to the podcast, first of all. Thanks, man. appreciate it. like being here. Um, so Drew's a, Drew's a Dolphins fan. And, and me as a Bears fan, I think we can kind of uh, commiserate with each other because there hasn't been a ton of success for our teams for uh, a long time. Um First of all, start off with uh, what's what's the state of the Dolphins, and I guess uh, in your opinion, and uh, what's the outlook for this season? So yeah, I mean we haven't really had a ton of hope since Dan Marino left in 2000. Uh, we've made the playoffs twice since then, and both were wild card games. They got bounced early. Um, quarterback play has been god awful for 20 straight years. Uh, we had. Like I said, two good seasons. Pennington took us to the playoffs once, Tannehill once, um, but nothing spectacular. So this is honestly the most hope I've had for a Dolphins team in since I was like 12 years old. Um, the GM is great. Uh, Chris Greer has made the most trades in the last three years than half the league combined. Uh, Brian Flores, head coach, doing a great job. Guys seem to like to play for him. He's hard-nosed. He's old school. He's from the Belichick tree. So – you like that. Um, great defense. I think they should be a top 10 defense this year. Uh, they just re-signed and restructured Xavier Howard's contract, who that was a – we're thinking we were going to lose him for a long time because he, wanted, he requested a trade, but they finally paid the man, so um, that's good. But the big elephant in the room is Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. So I think everything kind of hinges on his development. Uh, and there are people with opinions all across, all across the spectrum. Um, so we can get into more specifics later, I guess, when we're talking about the Dolphins. But I'm hopeful for Tua. He isn't perfect. Um, 
I don't understand all of the hate. Uh, he had a rookie season where there was a lot of good things. There were some bad things. He had bad games. I mean, he was, he's a rookie he, coming off an injury. Uh, he was starting five new offensive linemen, three of which were rookies. Most of his games, he uh, uh, was throwing to special teams players at receiver. I mean, they had so many injuries last year. It was right. ridiculous. Um, and now they've added Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller in the offseason. Kaseki's back healthy. Devontae Parker's back healthy. Miles Gaskin's back healthy. So I think there's a lot of reason for hope. Um, with all of the negativity and everybody being a hater on Tua last year, I mean, he was still – uh, six and three as a starter. He still threw 64% completion percentage. He still threw 200 yards a game. If you take out that Bills game where they got murdered in the week 17, where he looked awful, uh, he had 10 touchdowns, two picks, three rushing touchdowns, one lost fumble. I mean, he played nine games and there are people literally already calling him a bust. And I don't understand that. I mean, Ryan Tannehill got seven years. And after nine games, they're calling this dude a bust. I don't understand it. He's polarizing is what it is. I mean, he was fifth in Jersey sales for 2020 and the four ahead of him were Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Russell Wilson. So people love him. People hate him. I think he just needs more time. Nine games is not enough of a sample size to judge a player, especially with he was coming off of a career ending injury or a possible career ending injury with no off season because of COVID. Um, I just think it's ridiculous to call him a bust after nine games. So we're hopeful. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're, you know, going to make the AFC championship. I do think they'll make the playoffs this year. I do think two will make a jump. I think he'll be a top 15 player or a top 15 quarterback. I don't think he'll be a top 10 quarterback this year. Maybe next year. It's all about progression, but um, I think he can be the guy, you know, I don't think he's going to be Tom Brady in Reno, Peyton Manning, anything like that. But I think he'll be good enough to where they can be competitive and win games. Nice. Man, you know, just from the top, you've you've already addressed a lot of my questions, um, uh, certainly around Tua. Um, uh, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not saying this is a fair comparison, but year one had it had a little bit of a and, and since I've been through it recently, had a little bit of a feel of a, a Trubisky like bus potential. Not saying that it's going to go that route. Um, I, I'm with you. I like. I think you can't judge a, a first-year quarterback, especially with everything that happened to him with injuries and, and so forth, and having a shaky offensive line. I think it's too early to make a determination long-term. I think you just have to see more. And I said that for years with Trubisky. Uh, well, at least after year two, I said I wanted to see a little bit more. And you know, I finally got to the point where I saw enough. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what what Tua does. And I wonder if you know now not having Fitzpatrick, you know, kind of behind him, kind of looming. It, it felt like Flores, you know, he was, um, you know, back and forth, and and he had a, a method to you know you know putting Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick in to help them win games, obviously. But now with Brissett as the backup, um, it feels like this is truly to his job. Um, and we'll, we'll get into maybe some of the moves that they had uh, in the offseason and, and their additions. Like you said, a lot of weapons were added. Um, and they were on the edge of the playoffs last year. I think people forget about that. Um, so we'll see. And that, we'll, sorry, go ahead. No, that's a fair point. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick's probably my favorite Dolphins quarterback since Dan Marino. The guy's fucking awesome. He's electric. So much Everybody fun. loves playing for him. He's so fun to watch. Um, yep. So 
watching him get benched for what was the Dolphins' future was a little – it was, like, bittersweet kind of, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is oh, to his team going forward. Fitzpatrick was – so much fun to watch last year. And, you know, when the bears in the off season, they were in this quandary before the draft of what, what do they do at quarterback? And I, I said, go get Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year. Hell he can help. He can win you games. Um, yep. If nothing else, he's exciting as hell. He goes, he throws the ball down the field. Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought what Fitzpatrick did last year was, was awesome um, with, with not a lot of weapons. Um, uh, so the AFC East, Dominant, dominated by the Patriots for years, and there was definitely a change in the guard last year with with the Bills winning the division, uh, going all the way to the AFC title game, and really being a true threat to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, nothing's really changed in my mind for the Bills. Um, their offseason was pretty much status quo. They added Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I, I still think they have some questions on the defensive side as far as uh, getting to the quarterback. Um, they drafted a couple guys that might help their pass rush. Um, but for me, it's the continuation of, uh, you know, of, of Josh Allen becoming a superstar. Um, I, I'd like to see this year him validate what he did last year. I still questioned it midseason. It, it, it took me till the end of the season to be like, all right, I, I believe it now because I didn't trust what I was seeing with my eyes for most of the season. Um, but the Bills, I mean, you know, by the, by the Vegas odds and, you know, DraftKings, they're the third favorite to win the Super Bowl. Anything change in your mind with the Bills or they just, they, they are large in a way the favorite in this division? No, nothing changed. If, if anything, they will have a better year this year than last year, in my opinion. It's just one more year for Josh Allen to mature, one more year for him and Stephon Diggs to develop their connection. I mean, they didn't have an offseason last year either just like Tua didn't, and they were one of the best combinations in the league. So I think just another year will just add even more to their connection. Um, drafting Greg Russo uh, on defense, A.J. Espenza last year. They have Jerry Hughes, Ed Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds. The front seven solid. They have the, probably the best safety combo in the league with Micah Hyde and Jordan Boyer. Um, the only weak unit on their whole team is probably their running backs, which is just a stable of three guys. Singletary, Zach Moss, and I don't even remember who the third guy is. But anyways, I mean, it's running back by committee like the Patriots did it for the past 20 years, so it's not that big of a deal. But, no, I think uh, the AFC really comes down to Chiefs, Bills, Titans, in my opinion. Um, so, no, I don't have any delusions that the Bills will win the division. I think they'll go something like 14-3, and 13-4, uh, and four, something like that. Yeah, I, I keep – you know, when I was looking at the over-unders today, and I, 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 I can't – in my brain account for the extra game um, because I was yeah, like, oh, I that, that seems high. And then I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, 17 game season. Um, uh, you know, I got a couple of, of digs, Stephon digs uh, props, you know, we get to later, but um, he led the league in receptions last year, led the, uh, the league in receiving yards. Um, and I don't think there's anything that is going to change that, uh, that he's going to have another monster year. Um, Patriots. Um it's, it's, it's really interesting. You know, they, they draft Mac Jones. Um, Drew, I was, I was draft night. I was so, I was on the edge of my seat because I had a feeling the bears were going to trade up and, and, and make a play at quarterback. And when I, when I saw them make a trade, I was terrified they were going to take Mac Jones over Justin Fields. And I don't know if that was the right thought process or not. And, and I guess we'll see how it plays out, but um, it sounds like from, from, 
early in camp that, that Cam Newton is still ahead of him. Um, is this the same guy that I saw that, that couldn't throw a forward pass last year? So I don't understand the reports that are coming out. I, I watched every Dolphins game, every snap last year, which included both Patriots games and a couple of Patriots games when they weren't against the Dolphins. And watching that quarterback play from Cam Newton was probably the worst quarterback play I've ever watched. It was God awful. This guy was throwing for like 120, 150 yards a game. And he was missing wide open receivers. I mean, he was putting the ball in the dirt, throwing ducks. It was horrible. So I think the Patriots whole season comes down to their quarterback play, which sounds stupid because a lot of teams do, but um, them especially because Cam was so terrible last year and Mac Jones is a rookie. Um, I do think he has the potential to be a decent NFL quarterback. I don't have any illusions. He'll be a top 10 guy, but I don't think he'll be a bust either. Um, but personally, I am rooting the fuck against Mac Jones. I hope he is trash. My friends have been trolling me all offseason. Mac Jones is going to turn into Tom Brady, and he's going to fuck the Dolphins for the next 20 years, and that two is going to be a bust, and Mac Jones is better. That's all I've been hearing for the past couple months. So I believe he'll be okay, but I hope he fucking sucks. Well, I, I think this team offensively is – they're. They're going to have to run the ball. Um, I did like Damian Harris oh, yeah. last, last year. I thought Harris was really solid. Uh, it sounds like Sony Michelle is is um, kind of rejuvenated, and he's going to be you know catching a little bit, uh, a few more balls out of the backfield. But I think this is a running team. Um, you know they they got Hunter Henry in the offseason. Um, they got and Johnny uh, Smith and and Smith. So they loaded up on tight ends, and I you know I almost wonder if they're going to you know run a lot of those two tight end heavy sets and, and just pound the ball. Um, you know, defensively, I still think they got a lot of talent, you know, Hightower, uh, I still like uh, Gilmore, you know, I think they have some really good playmakers, but this wasn't the same defense, uh, Belichick defense that we saw last year either. Um, uh, you know, I do think, you know, the Bills win the division and obviously the Jets are, are, are last. I, I, I can't, I can't place on my mind if I, you know, who I like to finish second and maybe challenge for, for a wild card. I know you said you think the Dolphins will make it, but it sounds like you like it more than the Patriots. Yeah. Well, obviously I'm a homer, but yeah, uh, that aside. Log- logically that aside, I think the Patriots are the most unpredictable team in the division by far. I think the bills will be 13, 14 wins. I think the Dolphins will be, you know, nine, 10, 11 wins. I think the jets will be, uh, by the way, their uh, win total for Vegas is six hammer the under. there's yeah. no chance they win seven games no chance i bet a paycheck on it uh but anyways the patriots if the patriots win could, the patriots could win six games and the patriots could win 11 games and neither one would surprise me so um it does it really seem like there's a, there's there's a wide range of outcomes uh for for the for the patriots i i still don't know how they go you know they got Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know he's a deep threat, but vertically, I, 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 if Newton's playing, I just don't know how you can trust that they they can move the ball down the field uh, without. I don't know how they score points. I think they're going to try to rely on their defense, pound the ball, and try to win by field goals. Try to get some turnovers because their defense is great. You know their corners with Gilmore and J.C. Jackson are good. Um, McCourty's been there for a hundred years. Perfect Belichick player. Front seven gets you know a rush on the quarterback, but they're. Aguilar, full of drops. And kill Harry, trash. Uh, Jacoby Myers, trash. Uh, Love it. The, the tight ends are good. I mean, Henry and Johnny Smith will probably be good. And the running game is what it is. They'll always have James White and two other guys to run running back by committee. But uh, it'll all just come down to how, you know, Newton and Mac Jones do. I do think they're a fringe playoff team based on their quarterback play. I think it'll come down to, like, maybe them or the Chargers for the seventh spot. Um, 
I mean, the Colts will probably be right there and Dolphins will as well. Six, seven, eight, you know, right there. But if I had to bet on it, I would probably say that the Patriots don't make the playoffs, but it would not shock me if they rolled in the six, seven seed. I would say bet. Um, the Jets, um, you know, this, you know, we'll, we'll talk about them. Um, obviously, <laughs> Drew, I was looking at their depth chart today. Um, yeah, I was, I was like, who's, who's backing up Zach Wilson? Um, that's Mike White. Oh, sure, uh, his name is Mike White. You ever heard of him before? Because I haven't. Who the fuck is Mike White? <laughs> this was, and, and, and then it, uh, Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman landed with the Jets. I didn't know that until today either. So I heard it too, but I, it pains me to say this, obviously, as a Hoosier yeah. alum, but he can't be your number one guy in your bell cow back. He just can't. Maybe five, six years ago when he was in Atlanta and healthy, but the last four years he has been injury riddled and just not produced. And his backup is LaMichael Pirine. Like, that's a terrible backfield. Uh, they, they got Michael Carter from uh, oh, yeah. North Carolina, I believe, and he – I think he might eventually, you know, take over maybe later in the season or get a lot of carries later on. But yeah, this roster is rough. The offensive line has a ton of questions. Um, uh, you know, they got Corey Davis, you know, in free agency, you know, I kind of like him, but if he's your number one receiver, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, I, I gotta tell you, Drew, I love, I love this bet. Um, and I know we'll talk about the props later, but, I love Zach Wilson to lead the league in interceptions this year, plus 900. Um, I, I don't know how he doesn't play the whole season because there's no one threatening him. They're going to let him play it out. It's going to be really, it's just, it's going to be ugly. This might be Sam Darnold 2.0 in, in my mind. Um, I don't know. I think Wilson has a ton of bust potential. Um, Dicey offensive line. I I mean this this guy could throw twenty five picks and lead the league in interceptions. So I love I love taking a, a, a chance at plus nine hundred to lead the league in interceptions. And I'm with you. you. There's no way they win more than six games this year. No chance. Uh, I was no shocked. Chance. I was really shocked at that number. To be honest, they are a bottom three team in this league, and it wouldn't shock me if they were bottom one. Uh, I'm going to take your take about Zach Wilson and take it a step further. He's already a bust. It's. They're the New York fucking Jets. Everything they touch, they ruin. They're just a trash franchise. So they ruined Sam Darnold. They ruined Geno Smith. They ruined Brett Favre's last couple. Brett Favre's last couple of years. Um, they ruined Chad Pennington. You know, he comes to comes to Miami, wins eleven games, and takes him to the playoffs. Got ran out of town in New York. They're just terrible. So his receivers are bad. I mean, Corey Davis is his number one for a first round pick. Bust. He's got um, Kevin Coleman as his running back. Terrible. They don't have any tight ends. The old line's okay, I guess. But Jamison Crowder sucked in Washington. Denzel Mims, bust. Uh, Elijah Moore, they took him this year, I think, in the second round. I think he's got some potential. He could be pretty good. Um, but, again, he's getting thrown the ball from Zach Wilson, who is trash. I mean, he's from BYU. He had a lower rating coming out of college than Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold couldn't even get it done. So, I have no confidence in the Jets at all because bottom line is just the fucking Jets. That's it. Uh, I, I didn't mention uh, uh, Robert Salah is is the new coach. Um, you know, defensive minded guy. Uh, I, I think he could he could be potentially a good coach, but this year is almost a throwaway. I just don't think they have any talent to work with. Like you said, um, you know, with a, a, a rookie that's going to be really erratic. Um, it's yeah. It, I've it, read it, on Twitter from some Dolphins beat writers who have been following the Jets practices. 
apparently he's just looked lost so far this offseason. Seven on sevens, 11 on 11s, whatever it is. I mean, he's thrown picks left and right, looks lost. He's thrown like 50% completion percentage in camp where there's no, no hitting, no pass rush. So uh, that's just not a good sign. I read that he said he was going to be more aggressive uh, in camp this week because he wants to see what he can get away with in this league versus what he can't. Um, uh, yeah, dude, this is, uh, this isn't, you know, like BYU playing Wyoming. Um, right. yeah, it's going to be, yeah, this, I, I mean, I, I love watching him in college last year, but it, I don't know. This could be an interesting transition. Um, so talking about over and unders, um, your Dolphins at, Nine and a half. Um, the, the over is at plus 110. Um, you know, the under is at minus 130. So, um, you know, the, the odds would be against them winning 10 games. A 10 and 7 season, and they just came off a 10 and 6 season. Um, sounds like you like the, the over. I'd love, what do you think first before I go? You know, I've gone back and forth on this all day. I, I think, I think if, if I were to make a prediction, one of the two, the Dolphins or Patriots win 10 games. I just can't figure out which one I like more. Um, uh, you know, and the, and the odds are basically the same. The Pats are at a plus 105 for over nine and a half. Um, so it, it's almost identical. Um, I think the Dolphins have, you know, more talent. The, I, I do. I think Flores is awesome. I think he's going to be a great coach. If, if Tua can, you know, use these explosive weapons to his advantage, rely on the running game, um, you, you know, use Gusecki over the middle of the field, um, you know, Will Fuller stay healthy, for God's sake, um, please, uh, and, and see if Jalen Waddell, if his game translates. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they can win 10 games. I think, worst case scenario, they win nine games. I think they are a 10-win team. Uh, best case scenario, they win 11. Worst case, they win nine. So if you're asking me, the hook is just nine and a half. I'm taking the over because I think they have the poss- I think they have a greater possibility of winning eleven games than they do of winning nine. Uh, if they won nine, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I don't think they're like I said, they're not a Super Bowl contender, but uh, yeah. I think yeah. the odds in my mind are higher that they win over nine and a half. And I will say, I will add for prop bet, Miles Gaskin before he got hurt last year. Uh, in I think it was like week six or seven, he was RB8 in fantasy with PPR. So his over under for rushing yards gained right now is 800, which leaves him at 47 yards a game. If you count 17 games, uh, I think that's an easy over. Um, I think if he stays healthy, that's an automatic lock. But, you know, durability is also a concern. Well, they did pick up Malcolm Brown, but obviously you got to have a, a reasonable backup in this league. Um, but yeah, it seems like Gaskin is that's, that's his job. Um, so you like? You, it sounds like you do like the Dolphins over nine and a half. So I, I would guess you would take the the Pats just under nine and a half um, from what it sounds like. Yeah, and again, it's mostly because because right now Cam Newton's a starter, and I don't understand how what I watched last year can win ten games in the NFL looking like that. So. I'm going to bet on the under. Again, it wouldn't shock me if it's right around the same. Uh, To make the playoffs, the the Dolphins are at plus 110 to make it. Uh, The Pats are exactly the same. So I think think whichever team you decide that you like over over the nine and a half, I think it's probably a good bet to bet them to make the playoffs as well at that number. 
Um, I don't really think there's much of a discussion for division winner. The Bills are at minus 150. I think that's actually a great a great number, um, yep. to be honest with you. I thought that'd be closer to minus 200. Um, so if you want to hammer the Bills, I, I think that's yep. probably a good one. I don't think there's a chance any other team wins this division this year. Maybe next year, the year after, but not this year. Uh, and, and I think the only team worth talking about as far as conference winner or Super Bowl winner would be the Bills. So uh, winning the AFC, they're at plus 500. And to win the Super Bowl, they're at plus 1,000. Uh, for me, it's just too short, uh, Drew. I, You know, last year when I think they were in the mid-2000s, you got – it's just so much value at, at that at that number where this year, I, yeah, they could easily make the Super Bowl. They could easily win it. But there's just not enough bang for your buck for me to take either one. Um, what do you think on those? Uh, I agree with what you said. However, I only think three teams in the AFC have a chance. To win. Uh, Chiefs, obviously, and the Bills are going to be right there on their heels. And I think the Titans, with the addition of Julio Jones, you know, another year, Brian Tannehill in that system, uh, adding defensive players. I think the Titans are right there, too. Those are my three teams. I don't think anybody else has a chance to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. So I don't know if there are any long odds that I would like to take. Uh, but I agree that the short odds don't feel great to put a bunch of money on either. Well, according to DraftKings, uh, the Ravens and the Browns are ahead of the Titans. They're well ahead of them really? to, to win the AFC. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't see Lamar Jackson winning the Super Bowl. I just don't. <laughs> Uh, I, I kind of like the Browns. I kind of like high. Yeah, uh, I have them, I, I have them winning the AFC North actually. Yeah, I mean plus eight hundred to win the conference. Uh, I mean they were they were in that game against the Chiefs. I mean they were obviously right down to the end. Uh, um, I I Baker's the question for me. I, you know that's a that's that's, that's another topic for another show. But um, I man, they got so much talent. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're loaded. Um, so it's just. Signed in uh, Dave Young Clowney. Uh, they yep. drafted Evan Collins. Didn't they just add another cornerback next to Denzel Ward, too? Yes. I don't know. I'd have to look. But yeah, I mean, it's. They got a loaded roster. So I think I think they're super legit. And uh, I, I, again, I just. I, I, I look at the talent and at the number they're at. That's pretty interesting to me. Um, this one drew top two finishers in the AFC East. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, one two is plus one hundred five. I mean, if you think the Dolphins are better than the Pats, you're getting plus money there. Um, I think that's a pretty good, uh, you know, value there as well. Um, so I don't think I would bet the Bills uh, for the conference or, or the Super Bowl, but I would hammer them for it to win the, the, the AFC East at minus one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I agree. I think the Dolphins are maybe one to two games better than the Patriots at this point. Okay. Um, props. This is where it gets, it gets fun, but it also, it just, it, it's never ending. I was looking at these today and I, it's, it's almost too much information to take in. So I mentioned the Zach Wilson to lead the NFL in picks at plus 900. The over on Zach Wilson interceptions is only 13 and a half. That's at minus 130. I mean, dude, just put, put like a mortgage payment on that and, and you'll thank me later. Um, the only way he doesn't hit that is if he doesn't play 17 games. If he gets injured, or yeah. Um, the Bills to go 6-0 and in the AFC East, plus 600. Oh, God. I feel like either either the Dolphins or the Patriots could steal one, but uh, I, don't I, mean, feel good about, I don't feel good about it. Miami is a tough place to, to win 
in general, especially early in the season, is so damn hot. Yeah. Um, Bill's highest scoring team in the league, plus 1,000. Last year, they were second to the Packers. Again, nothing has changed. I don't see any way they don't put up a ton of points. Uh, it's kind of a fun one. It's a fun number to, you know, that's you know, to track it the whole season. I probably wouldn't put a ton of money on that, but I'd probably sprinkle a little bit of money. I mean, I think the Bills have more production this year than they did last year. So, what, throw $10 on it? And, right. you know. The only guy that I had as a viable MVP candidate out of this, this division is Allen, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's at plus 1200 any any chance he he just continues what he did last year and he wins MVP I think so if he's not in the MVP race I'd be shocked uh, I think he would probably be my favorite to win the MVP I'm a big uh, I mean I obviously hate that he's gonna be in my division for the next 15 years but uh, yeah. he's a good dude I don't have he's not hate he's not a hateable guy he's a likable guy uh, uh, so, yeah. um I would. I think he's definitely a MVP candidate this year. I would probably sprinkle a little bit of money on him. And there's nobody else in the division that even comes close. Um, I would take the over on his passing yards. Also, his passing yards right now are set at 44.99. Last year he threw 45.44, and I don't have any reason to believe he's going to do anything less than he did last year. So, I'm taking the over on his passing yards. I, I was way, I was wrong on him. I, I thought he was going to be a bust. After the first season he was in the league, I mean, he was so inaccurate. And I think I talked about this on one of the podcasts last year with uh, when we were you know, predicting, we were talking about one of the Bills games. Is one of these guys, few guys that actually improves accuracy. Usually, you come in the league, you're, if you're Mitch Trubisky, you don't fucking become more accurate. You just are who you are. But Josh Allen got better. Um, you know, probably low 60s completion percentage, I'm guessing, to last year in the high 60s. And, uh, you know, with him being such a dual threat, it's 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 Mahomes level is is what he's close to. Well, and again, I'm going to take this back to Tua because that's what I do. But <laughs> if you look at Josh Allen's first season versus Tua's, Josh Allen's was way worse, and people gave him an opportunity to redeem himself. So we should do the same thing with Tua. But anyways, Josh Allen had a great second season. I think he'll be a top five quarterback for the next decade got a rocket arm he can run the ball um yeah I, I, he he's gonna be a top five guy for a while now uh what else what else you like okay so i broke down a couple the first one i didn't even look at the numbers i don't think they matter whatever the numbers are on wilson newton and mac jones just take the under period as far as passing yards passing touchdowns all of it passing yards passing touchdowns all of it I don't think either any of them uh, exceed expectations. Tua, I broke it down for the Dolphins. His is at thirty-eight ninety-nine right now. So what that means is, if he threw two hundred and twenty-nine yards a game this year, he would hit the over. Last year, as a rookie, with all of those reasons that I gave for why he wasn't great, he threw two hundred and one yards a game. So you're asking for twenty-eight more yards a game. You add. Jalen Waddle, you add Will Fuller, you add Miles Gaskin, you add Albert Wilson, which I'll go back to that in a second. But um, with an entire offseason, I think it's a no-brainer he throws 28 more yards a game. I don't have any illusion he's going to throw for 5,000 yards, but 3,800 is dirt cheap. Um, Albert Wilson, he is a guy who sat out last year because of COVID. 
He's a Dolphins probably third receiver. Uh, I didn't look at his numbers, but whatever they are, I would take the over. He and Tua have had an incredible connection so far in camp. Looked great as far as what all the beat writers say. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about Gaskin. The only other one I would take is same thing with the Josh Allen over is the Stefan Diggs. Uh, his line right now is 1,425. Last year, it was 1,535. And again, I don't see any reason why it gets worse than what it was last year. If anything, I think their connection will get better. So I'm hammering the over on uh, Stefan Diggs' yards as well. I actually had a couple uh, a couple of Diggs uh, props as well. I had over eight touchdowns, minus 135. And he, he led the NFL receptions last year by a wide – wide margin to do it again is plus 600 um give me that um, oh, yeah. i i had now i i'm a little nervous about this on paper to me Devonte parker should catch five touchdowns but then i thought about it and he's so he's been so inconsistent throughout his career and now he's got uh, other guys challenging him for touches. Um, you know, we just talked about all those guys, Fuller and, and Waddle and um, your boy, Albert Wilson. Uh, I didn't fucking think we'd be talking about Albert Wilson props, but here <laughs> we are. Um, but I, I did put down Devontae Parker over four and a half touchdowns. And I, and then I put Gasicki over five. Uh, I mean, by the way, uh, you're, you got, you got, you got my old guy, Adam Shaheen as the backup. Um, Dude, he's doing great so far in camp. I can't believe it. He was so <laughs> fucking bad for the bears. Two or three, two touchdowns on today against the bears. Oh, he was so bad. I can't, I couldn't believe he's, he's caught on there. Um, yeah. but yeah, I had Gasicki over five touchdowns as well. Um, I, maybe that's asking for too much to hit both of those, but, um, I really, I think he's got the potential to be a top five tight end this season uh for sure yeah my only problem is the dolphins don't have any uh well, i should say they have too many okay to decent receivers they've got like six or seven of them between the ones that we all, all already mentioned and i don't think two is the kind of guy who zones in on one target i think he's going to spread the love i think all of them are going to have okay years i don't think any of them hit the over on anything i think they all have you know just decent numbers this year. Uh, I also had Josh Allen uh, rushing touchdowns. The over under is eight. Seemed like a lot. I, t- I would take the under. Um, you know uh, what he did last year? It was double digits, wasn't it? I don't remember. Uh, I'll t- I'll take a look at that. But it it seems to me, uh, and and maybe this is just my my thought of how they should play with you know him going forward. Is is I would expect him to just run a little bit less as we go forward, um, especially in the red zone. But he, he – I mean, he really is a true dual threat inside the 10-yard yeah. line. So, you know, maybe that's not the smartest bet. But uh, eight just seemed like a big number. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year, Drew, Jalen Waddle, plus 1,800. Is there any way that he just has like a 1,300-yard season, six touchdowns, and he's unbelievable? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's realistic. There's still reports that he's kind of limping around in camp from his ankle injury last year. So I think he'll be okay. I think he'll make some splashes, but I don't have any illusion that Najee Harris won't win in the rookie. He's my guy. He's my pick. I think the Steelers are going to pound the ball with him. Um, you know, they threw the ball 50 times a game last year at Big Ben. Obviously, that didn't work the last half of the season. So uh, I think it's Najee Harris hands down. Okay. That's um, 
that was my last potential just you know long shot play uh but you got anything else that you like um i'll say my number one lock of futures i'm a big futures guy um washington redskins over eight with that defense and that front seven with now Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing to Scary Terry on the outside. Terry McLaurin's going to be a fantastic fantasy player this year. Fitzpatrick's going to light it up. I'm taking the Redskins over eight. I like that. Defense is unbelievable. And, and by the way, I think people forget they were in that, that, that playoff game with Tampa. I mean, into the right. third quarter. I mean, yep. they were right there. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, I don't really have anything else on the AFC East besides what we talked about. I, I just think the, the, the bills are going to continue. This, uh, it's going to be, a, you know, sort of a mini run. I think we're going to see for the next couple of years, like you said. And, uh, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to watch Tua, man. Um, I, I just, it's all about Tua's development. That's it all hinges on that. Yeah, I'm really interested to see where this goes. Um, you know, I got my own young quarterback that I'll be, I'll be, you know, keeping tabs on. But uh, Tua is that—that that was the main question coming in tonight. So I'm glad you answered the question for me, um, Drew. I thanks for like being on. Oh. His, I would like to pronounce his full name for you before I go. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to ever pronounce his last name. So yeah, please, yeah, please say it okay. again for me. <laughs> so my quarterback's full name is Tua Nigamano Olapola Tungavailoa. Fucking impressive. I know you practice that all day. Like a hundred times. <laughs> Drew, thanks for being on. Uh you're you're the you're the AFC, AFC East uh, expert and uh appreciate your insight, man. All right, dude. Thanks for having me. Take care. Yep. Uh your best bet on Instagram, Facebook. Catch us with uh more NFL shows coming next week. And uh we'll catch you next time.